It is Chair Shot Reality on WrestlingInc.com. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, do what you got to do. I'm Justin Labar. She is the queen of the silver screen, the KT Arquette. Drew Springsteen uh, out on uh, postal assignment. Josh Eisenberg's down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We'll have him in just a little bit talking Rey Mysterio. But before we talk Rey Mysterio, one bit of nostalgia coming back. Let's talk about maybe the bigger comeback, Katie. Shawn Michaels, it is official after much speculation and belief, he is going to step back in the ring for the first time in eight years. Yeah. Almost nine years. Almost nine. He's going to step in the ring. Uh, DX is back with a new t-shirt, of course. So Of course. Get the merch sales. <laughs> Him and Triple H against Undertaker and Kane uh, in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. Um, again, I have to ask. I mean, I, I, we're all excited, but like, is this the way you want to? Do you want to see the first match on a whole different continent and in and, and a tag match? I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I'm, well, of course, it's going to be in a different continent. It's going to be in a whole other side of the world. Yeah, but do you want to bring all those people? In. It's nostalgic. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait, do you really think this? Is Saudi Arabia? They they can't even bring the female performers over there, but yet you're gonna have two men that are 50 years old pointing to their crotch and telling them to suck it. Is well, Saudi yeah. Ar- is Saudi yeah. Arabia ready for suck it? Well, yeah, men men can do whatever they want, especially out of this country. That women are if women did that, can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, if uh, they went? This is gonna be a culture shock. Like right now, if if, if, if somebody <laughs> in Saudi Arabia is watching this and they and, and they they're in a public place and see you doing that, they probably get in trouble or something. I don't know. They can't. Get can't. arrested. Maybe. I get arrested. Well, it's exciting. What what better way to start it off? Because people are like, oh, they're coming back. We got to do it home. No, you got to do it far away. That's what brings fans in. That's what brings people in. And it makes you want to watch from far away. I'll say this. You know, there was nothing, you know, the greatest Royal Rumble was the last, the first show they did with this in this Saudi Arabia tour that they're supposed to do now for the next decade. There really wasn't anything memorable about that show. You know, we saw Brock and Roman. We've seen that. We saw a 50-person rumble. Okay, but really, you know, okay. This will at least make this show memorable, the fact that it is going to be the return of Shawn Michaels in the ring. And at, uh, you know, he's, he's over 50 now, and he still looks incredible. Like, oh, incre- yeah. Other than him not having any hair, he looks like an incredible <laughs> shape. He's, got the, he's pulling the LaBar right now. Yeah, he looks amazing. And, you know, the whole out-of-retirement thing, like, it's going to look great. It's going to be great. And, of course, why not to have it against Undertaker mm-hmm. and Kane. That that makes it even more nostalgic. <laughs> All right, so I ask you this: So Triple H beat the Undertaker. Um, finally, he finally got a win over the Undertaker, which he you know didn't have. He beat the Undertaker via assistance, basically from Shawn Michaels, of course, uh, in Australia. So putting your booking hat on, who do you have win the tag match? Keeping in mind, it's heavily rumored that this is not a one-off for Shawn. That Shawn is probably going to have more matches, so they could have another taker John match that they wanted. So who mm-hmm. who would you which tag team would you have win this? I one? think it's gonna be Undertaker and Kane. Yeah. In order to if if Sean's coming out of retirement is or he's just gonna be here for a little while longer, of course they should have them go under and continue the feud. And then you never know, you'll have Sean and Undertaker once again. Mm-hmm. And who knows? He'll finally get that rematch. Sean will finally have gone over on Undertaker as did Triple H. I think if so Sean, DX is back. I think if Sean and <laughs> I think Sean and Taker will have another match eventually one on one. I think that mm-hmm. will come out of this. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think I th- this would be the perfect way for Undertaker to end. You know, the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels have such immense respect for each other in, in, in real life. Uh, hence why Sean took all these years that he didn't want to go back on his retirement. He wanted to honor the match mm-hmm. he had with the Undertaker. Maybe that's the way the Undertaker goes out. Oh yeah, is that he goes out by by losing to Sean? One for Undertaker, one. He's very old school. He's a guy. The Undertaker, whenever the Undertaker, if he if he knows, if he gets to decide when his last match is, if you know, as long as his last match isn't his last match because of you know, 
um, debilitating injury. If he right, gets to right. if he gets to decide and w walk to the ring knowing it's his last one, he's very old school, and the old school mentality is he's going to want to lose. He's going to right, want right, right. So because it, it's always like the the vet lets the rookie yeah. go, even though Sean even is there's no, even though there's no rookie but I could here, see him but, wanting yeah. to, to give it back to Sean. Oh, I completely agree. I think that would be wonderful of Undertaker to do one. It would be smart thing when the whole Lesnar thing happened. It was story based because who was going to break the streak? Right, Lesnar. You don't have anybody else. So with this all playing into effect, and, you know, Sean's out of retirement, you know, he's, he's coming back for a little bit, what better way to go out? Undertaker, he gets that rematch, or Sean gets that rematch, and Undertaker gets to go out the way he wants to. Are you, are you bothered? Let, let, let me ask you this, because this is the opposite side of the coin I've seen on social media and everywhere is there are some people that uh, aren't in favor of any of this. They, they, they think the WWE is relying too much on major stars of the past and uh, not giving enough opportunity or, or chance maybe to the current rising stars. You know, if you were in WWE right now as, as a performer, like, how would you take, I mean, some, some look at it as, okay, it's just making money, more money for everybody, but other people look at it, okay, they are taking up a spot that could be to somebody else's. Like, do you, what do you think about WWE relying on so much old school talent? I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense for the sense that, yeah, we have all these new upcomers coming out and they're making great strides and they're, they're getting over with everyone. But with the women's evolution going so far and with having mm. the evolution pay-per-view coming up, they it just makes sense. You're having all sorts of throwbacks, even though I think the men are becoming jealous because the women are having all these <laughs> evolution things going on with Trish and Lita and everyone's coming back. But it makes sense. It, it it mixes well because the women have all these throwbacks. You might as well throw the men in there. It makes yeah. it's the right time to do it. It would be different if they just had the women's evolution going on, like I said, but then and then you know continue with the new guys and then to just shut them out. I think it would go up, 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 stop, and go back down mm -hmm. instead of going up and like making waves. I understand WWE using the star power if they want. You know, again, if, and I'm not, we're not going to get into the political side of this, but if if if, if if, if Saudis are paying WWE $10 million a year, which is what's reported for the next 10 years. Wow! $10 million a year to do these shows. Holy crap. And again, if you're a business person, think about it. If they're offering you $10 million and they say, yeah, we like some of these guys we have now, but hey, can you get Triple H to come? Hey, we like that Shawn Michaels guy. Remember him? Hey, we remember Undertaker. I mean, you can't. Might as well. You Should can't. You can't blame WWE for honoring. The, and, and, and and again, if if, if they're if, if if Vince is getting ten million and he's able to offer a million to Shawn, a million to Taker, oh, yeah. and he's still oh, yeah. and he's still got some money left over for this. I mean, from a of business course. standpoint, you can't blame him. From a fan standpoint, I understand some fans wanting to see some of the current guys get more of these spots. But uh, but again, it it's business. And I and I I, I, and there, I there's only so many places that the new guys can go to. You can't push them all. You can't give them all storylines and feuds and placements. Like, it, there's it would also be random. Like I know people say, like, oh, Finn Balor, when he's the demon, let's see the demon versus the Undertaker. And it's like, it takes a while to build that kind of a story, right. and the Undertaker's not around enough to build that right now. It's, it, right. But, but him and Sean can pick up where they left off Simple. Him, him oh, yeah. pick up what they love and I, simple. I, I mean, side note, I personally wouldn't want to see the demon versus Undertaker. I'd rather them pair, if anything. Well, I mean, at least for the moment that it is where yeah. it's going to be Sean Undertaker. Yeah. Might I'll as well throw, throw like one in there. there. Right, right. I see what you mean. But I mean, I, I think it's a perfect time for it. I think it wouldn't make sense if they didn't do it now. And then to have all these new guys, like, where do we put them? Mm -hmm. You're forcing 
it on the fans. Kind of yeah. like the whole Roman Reigns situation, but a whole other yeah, story. Whole, you don't want to push it <laughs> yeah. on them. You want to you want to ease it. That's the part of a good storyline. Well, and you said something. You said something very interesting. You said you know you can't push everybody. You know, like and I, I always try to remind that to people who are like, hey, why isn't this guy getting pushed? Why isn't that guy this guy lost? That that sucks. And I, I you know, you, you can only have not everybody can be on top. Somebody has to be the first match. Somebody has to be the last match. Somebody has to be in the middle. Uh, so you have to remember that not everybody can get a, a push all at once. It, um, there's a right place for everyone. Right. Doesn't matter how long. It just there's a right place for everyone. Right place for everyone. Katie's right place sitting right here next to me. Right place for you sitting here watching. Uh, <laughs> please leave a comment. Hit her up on social media. Let her know what you're thinking. I'm here too if you want to talk to me. Uh, we got Josh Eisenberg coming up talking about Rey Mysterio. He's returning at the 1,000th episode of SmackDown next Tuesday in Washington, D.C. Washington Capitals territory and still to come katie and i will talk about bobby lashley he's now heel as well as a last ma'am standing last woman standing becky lynch and charlotte uh, at the evolution review we've got plenty more coming up here on chair shot reality Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc. Binge watch the YouTube playlist all weekend long. I can't believe I am going to say this, but I am excited to see the return of Rey Mysterio to WWE. I've been highly critical of Rey Mysterio his entire career. He just wasn't my cup of tea, much like some other guys weren't my cup of tea, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit. I never said that they weren't great at what they did, it just wasn't my thing. But Rey Mysterio coming back to WWE proves to me one thing. As much as Alberto Del Rio succeeded in WWE, as much as Andrade Cien Almas is continuing to be one of the most consistent performers in WWE, whether it's NXT or the main roster, and then you also have guys like Sin Cara and Kalisto who are good, but never reach the level, there will never be a Rey Mysterio again. And that's why WWE needed to sign Rey Mysterio to per perfectly end his wrestling career. Now, Rey Mysterio has had knee injuries. He's had knee surgeries. I've seen his knee surgeries five times, seven times in my left knee. But this is the perfect opportunity for Mysterio to come back to WWE because feuds are aplenty. Rey Mysterio doesn't need to be a champion. Rey Mysterio can be very similar to what Chris Jericho was and be a consistent, solid, mid-level to top-tier main event performer. SmackDown has been very interesting, and I think he's the perfect fit for SmackDown for a handful of reasons. You have feuds like Shinsuke Nakamura. You have feuds with guys like Andrade Cien Almas. There's also guys that you could be doing some unfinished business with, maybe a Randy Orton. Rey Mysterio has the opportunity to not establish himself as the best luchador of all time or cruiserweight of all time, because he already is that, but he left on such average and blah terms that many people didn't think they'd be excited to see him, and it might not necessarily have been his fault. We know his 30th react, 30th entrant reaction at the Royal Rumble was because of Daniel Bryan and not Rey Mysterio. But now is the perfect opportunity for Rey Mysterio to come back, to put guys over, and as soon as he's done competing, as soon as his body says time's up, I think Rey Mysterio would be the absolute perfect fit to try to develop these guys who may be having a language barrier in WWE or um, you know, a masked superstar that they look for in the Performance Center and really teach them the craft of the difference between their style and the style of producing a weekly episodic television show like Raw or SmackDown. It's two different ball games, it's completely different, but Rey Mysterio back to WWE is a jolt of energy, a jolt of adrenaline, and I'm actually excited to see things from Rey Mysterio. 
Did he do great things outside of WWE? Absolutely. Was All In his biggest performance since maybe WrestleMania, man, WrestleMania 21? Possibly. But Rey Mysterio still got it, is still in great shape, probably better shape now than ever. He took time to heal his body. He's not the guy that's going to be working 150 shows a year, even though they do say he's going to be full-time. He's more like a Matt Hardy, a Jeff Hardy. He's going to get that time for letting his body heal. But Rey Mysterio's WWE is a good thing, especially on SmackDown, and especially when he can get young guys over. Who belts better than the master of the 619? More chair shot reality. Stick around. Wrapping up the binge watch playlist of Chair Shot Rally on Wrestling Inc. And if you don't want to see our lovely faces, you can always just hear the audio only version available on the Wrestling Inc. <laughs> audio channels, iTunes, and anywhere else you can get your audio podcasting uh, episodes from. Follow her on Twitter. Katie Arquette, Justin Lombard right here. Um, two topics we'll touch on here. First off, one of the uh, bigger stories, in, a lot of stories came out of Monday Night Raw, obviously, as we talked about with DX and everything going on. Uh, Bobby Lashley, it looks like they're finally embracing having a Bobby Lashley heel turn. Uh, they conveniently waited until he got through the Australia show where he was advertised to, to tag with John Cena. Has a match against Kevin Owens, writes Kevin Owens off TV. Looks like Kevin Owens is going to be out for some time having surgery. Uh, and the crowd really has not connected with Bobby Lashley, Katie. They just, it just, it's been very, you know, very forced, very manufactured. It just, just felt like he hasn't clicked. He hasn't been comfortable. They're finally embracing, uh, you know, a, a heel aggression in him. They've added Leo Rush, which Leo Rush is like this little barking chihuahua, but it's, <laughs> it, it's working really well actually in, in, the, in the presentation. He had the live mic talking during Bobby Lashley's, like he had a headset mic and he was just randomly spouting <laughs> things as Bobby Lashley was, was fighting Kevin Owens. It turns out Vince McMahon was feeding those lines directly to Leo Rush oh from my. the backstage. Uh, but I mean, it was so annoying, but I, but I was like, well, this is what it should be because I just want to <laughs> punch this guy in the face. It was like, I, I, I good heat. Yeah. Already you know, starting I mean, off strong. You know, I mean, I, 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 I've gotten a, t a bit of heat in my, in my day and I, I gotta, I gotta say the guy, it, it, it was I'm actually finally excited to see Bobby Lashley next week because I'm actually excited that he's going to be presented the way he should be presented. Well, that's good. I mean, I think it's about time that he has a little bit of a turn. I mean, making him a heel, it's one that's the easiest thing to do. Yes. If you're going to push a, a worker onto the fans, the best way is to do it as a heel. It's easy to hate someone. It's hard to love someone because you have to prove your worth of love. Well, <laughs> so as a hate, it's very as deep. a hate, it is deep. I'm actually on a card. I know, right? I should work for Hallmark. Um, but... It's, it's easy to hate. So whenever he they decided to make him a heel, it would be the best thing for yeah. him. When they, like the whole Roman Reigns situation, they forced like, good guy, good guy, everyone love him. But you can't love someone if they don't have enough, the best way to put well, love on to and them. And today's WWE is a hard environment. To, and like, uh, John Cena did an interview recently, and he said it perfectly. He said, he goes, you're, he goes the fact that their age demographic they aim towards versus five- and six-year-old kids, but mm -hmm. then you still have a ton of, 30, 40 year old males, he's like, you're never going to find a baby face in this day and age that everybody's going to like. It's just, it's damn near impossible. So, mm -hmm. which he's right. Um, the thing I like about the whole Bobby Lashley presentation so, Bobby Lashley is a freak of an athlete. Uh, so, he can look mean and he could act mean and aggressive, and that, that fits the bill from the bell to bell stuff. He's not a great, he's not, you know, his voice has never matched his, his appearance, in my opinion. And, and mind you, he was, he was one of the first interviews that we ever had on this show was Bobby. So, thank you, Bobby. Uh, so, I'm not hating on him here, but he, he, I think he'd even tell you. <laughs> If you shut your eyes and hear him talk, 
You, it just not, doesn't it's matter. Not, it doesn't it's, work. Right. It doesn't. So the fact they found a guy in Leo Rush who is a, a, a very effective yapping, barking dog, uh, it's kind of <laughs> like, this is like a good presentation. It and, is. And, and, and we've, we've gotten away, unfortunately, WWE's gotten away for a while of using managers and the effect that managers can have. Paul Heyman's been the exception. And now it seems like with Lana, with Leo Rush, um, it, feel, it feels like WWE's maybe re-embracing what a manager can do for talents. So this is kind of like the perfect it matches. It, it it clicks very well. I mean, going back to whether you're you're being pushed to be a heel or a face, a manager's perspective, like they're the ones that you go to. They're the ones that mm -hmm. help with that. Like the whole Paul Heyman thing. Like mm -hmm. Lesnar started off as a heel, then people start liking Lesnar, but it's all about the presentation and how Paul presented him too. So I think Lashley has a very. I'm excited to see him as a heel. I think he's going to be great. Like how you said, he like Braun Strowman has that same thing. That aggressive the. Um, resting <laughs> face. You, you can say it. <laughs> resting bitch face. And um, he... Uh, We've said worse on here. That's true. That's true. But um, Lashley, like, he's going to he's gonna explode in this heel yeah. persona. It's going to work, especially with who's next to him. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pushed very, very well. Like, yeah, Bobby Lashley as a baby face since he came back the night after Mania, so in April till now, it's like I, I, there was not enough clicking there. I couldn't really buy, okay, putting him in... You know, in, in the top of the picture on Raw, but it, but now just by the early way, this just by one week of seeing him as a heel, okay, I could buy putting him. I could buy a heel Bobby Lashley, right. Leo Rush, challenging a Roman Reigns uh, for right. a time. I can buy that now. You know, again, I know I'm, it's only been a week, but you know, it was a a, a good opening impression. Well, um, well, like that goes back to where do you put the new guys? That's why this whole evolution thing, mm -hmm. what we talked about before, like that's why it makes sense because they're trying to find ways. The people, the newcomers that have a place already and they're starting to go, or plateau rather, what do we do? So the yeah. best thing to do for him, because he was so hype, make him a heel. Keep yeah. his energy going. Otherwise, what do you do? And then they put a manager with him. So they're really trying to push this. Mm -hmm. So, I Well, think and, and let's not forget, I mean, Bobby Lashley, he's a, he's a veteran. I mean, he... Right. He might give a credible rub to Leo Rush, who's the new guy. Who, I mean, Leo Rush is not even, I don't even think he's 21 years old. He's super, super young. Ah, baby. Signed off the independent scene. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so this, this will be, so I'm sure Leo Rush learning a lot doing live TV and oh, getting yeah. Vince McMahon feeding him lines. That's a, that's a, that's a quick tutorial of, oh, uh, yeah. of cutting a promo. <laughs> um, switching gears over on to the blue brand, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, uh, they, they fought in Australia, another great controversial finish, and then SmackDown, right, I mean, as soon as SmackDown starts, they're already in the ring having a match for the title, and uh, another crazy finish. They spear each other through the LED boards, uh, and it's it's announced that there's going to be a last man standing. Last, I don't know what's politically correct. Last man standing, last woman, woman standing, whatever. I don't know. It's the last man standing match. I don't know. Uh, at Evolution. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't say enough about Becky Lynch. I, I just, I, I'm like... I'm seriously like falling more and more in love each week of just uh, how yeah. awesome this is with her. This this whole feud, like that's why they started him off on SmackDown, is because it's so hype. Like, what do you do? And then you have Becky, tweener ish. You don't know who to be cheering for: Charlotte, the good guy, or Becky, somewhat bad guy. But their chemistry is so strong, and you want to see a last woman match. You know, you want to see First who's going to come out. Like, who who do you feel? Would come out. I, I don't know. You know, I, I could, I could see, I could see this going back to Charlotte. I, I will say this: what's really interesting about this match is that you think about the nature of a last man standing match and how dramatic it is for a finish. Mm -hmm. You know, all the, will the, you know, all the destruction that it takes, and will it, will they get up at the ten count? I could actually, in my mind, make a case that this should be the last match of Evolution, and that, and and. and even though Ronda Rousey's going to have a match against Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey is the number one focus of, of, of women in mm -hmm. WWE, 
Ronda's probably going to go in last, probably, I think. But I can make a case for this because this feud has been is, is gone so well. There's so much chemistry, as you said. There's so much fire and heat in this feud. And again, the nature of the stipulation, um, yeah. I, I would have no problem if they decided, you know what, there's going to be nothing that we can put on after this. It's, you know, because you, you do this match, and then you put on Ronda versus Nikki Bella, and I, I'm not... I, and I don't know how that match is going to turn out. That, that's a whole other dynamic. <laughs> but if you put something after this match, they might not be able to follow it. This match might this match might need to go yeah. last just to save the rest of the card. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's probably what's not going to happen. Yeah. Like, they're probably going to be right before or a couple matches before. You think, I think that the WWE thinks that Ronda is the main segment. Everyone well, she is. I mean, she is. She is. Don't get me she's wrong. She's the biggest she box is. office. She's, she's popped really hard for everyone the last yeah. however long. However, the feud between Becky and Charlotte has struck so many people that why wouldn't right. you put them on not, last? Not the, not like, the, that's not giving discredit to um, Rhonda or Nikki or, you know, whichever, but it would make sense well, because it's kind of like the, um, who was it? After Sean and Undertaker, wasn't it, um, oh, who was it? Randy Orton and... Uh, and Undertaker streak? No, or, no, it was something else. I forget. I think it was a Randy Orton match. I'm horrible with my history, but they 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 had the Undertaker match and it was. Oh, um, you mean in a, in yes, a card? And then they, yes, oh, okay. they were after, and everyone was looking forward to yeah. that. And then it's like it just it went straight down because you thought well, that th that's what they wanted, the but thing, it's not. The other thing too is that this feud has again history to it. The, the Nikki Bella Ronda Rousey thing is heavily rumored for a while on the internet, and then when the Bella twins randomly popped up about a month and a half ago and started like being buddy buddy with Ronda, it was like we didn't even know they knew each other. Like this oh, feel, I saw this. It I feels, saw this turn that, coming. That, well, yeah, everybody saw yeah. the everybody saw the turn coming because they knew that they kept hearing the rumor that it was going to be Nikki versus Ronda. So it was like, okay, when's the turn coming? But it felt so for like oh, the Bellas so popped the Bellas popped up a month and, and I again I like the Bellas, but and I yes, and I yes. think I think they get they, they get crapped on too much. But they popped up like a month and a half ago randomly and like started hanging out with Ronda Rousey and then all of a sudden they, it was like, where did this come from? Yeah, it, it, that it didn't, just felt that didn't too, make any sense. But I, I like the Bellas, don't get me wrong, and like the whole... You brunettes have to stick together. Yes, yes we do. Um, no, I, I like, I, you know, I, I just don't think it made sense yeah. because everyone saw the Bellas are not good guys. They're, they're the bad guys and they're always going to be the bad guys. That's easy to hate than to love and that's how they've gotten most Plus, of the twins rotation. can't do any babyface shenanigans. No, they can't. You they know? cannot. You can't, you can't do the old-fashioned... Uh, twin magic switch if you're a baby face. No, you need to be heels. no, definitely not. Um, well, so, I mean, you can have Becky and Charlotte go last. You can have Ronda versus Nikki go last. I know you're a big Lita fan, Trish and Lita teaming up up against Alexa and Mickie James. I, you could have that last if you wanted for the nostalgia purpose. No, you can't, though, yeah. because you don't want to, you want to finish with something that's going to bring people back. Yeah, that's going to be a good ending that you don't want it to end. Yeah. You always want it to continue. You know, you can't, you can't stop. I think that Charlotte and Becky should go on last. All right. Simple I'm as with that. You there. And I think Nikki and Ronda should go before because they're going to continue this. I think Charlotte and Becky will have an end. Hit her up at, at the KT Arquette uh, on social media. Let her know what, uh, what you think, what order, what, what, what should finish evolution as we get closer and closer to that show. Uh, of course, we'll do our official prediction once we get a little bit closer here on Chair Shot Rally. Of course, Chair Shot Rally every single weekend on Wrestling Inc. Again, you can get the video on the YouTube channel or you can also get the audio-only version. Whichever you do, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a comment, tell a friend, do whatever you have to do. For Katie, for Josh, I'm Justin. We'll see you next week. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. 
so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.